Mac Podcast 931. Mac Stock 2023. And welcome everyone to the MyMac.com podcast. Now through thick and thin, Mike Potter from the Your Mac Eyes Only podcast has managed to keep the Mac Stock conference going even through two years of a pandemic by going virtual. Now it's back to full strength speakers and audience in the house. And we have Mike Potter himself here to tell us all about it. Of course, and you know, gas too. So there's that. Oh, stop the bouncing. No bouncing. Hello, Mike. How are you? Hey guys. Always great to be on the show. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's, it's going to be pushing three years, three years since we last had a big in-person Mac stock. Yeah. Wowza. And uh, before we get to all that, we're going to do our, our usual nonsense. Uh, Mike is going to kind of uh, take over the, the important part of the show later on. Uh, <laughs> oh, am I now? Start things off, to start things off, um, as far as what's been going on with me, I had uh, I had a doctor's appointment yesterday in relation to my eye, and uh, it's kind of a mixture of good and bad news. So I'll take the I'll take that for the meh kind of win. Uh, things are starting to get better. They are. Uh, how long that's going to take? <laughs> Nobody knows. So yay, Gaz. Yay. What has your week been like? Well, obviously, we recorded midweek uh, this yeah. last week. So this is quite a, a short time period between the last recording and this recording. So not a great deal. Um, I've been on my Mac doing some recordings, which actually comes to a tip, which I'm going to talk about Ooh. later on when lots of head nodding will occur. Um, <laughs> but I but I'll, I won't say exactly what that is until, until much later. Um, we've also been down to London. We went down to London uh, last night with some friends to see Moulin Rouge. It's a film nice. which... Um, uh, my dim uh, lady, Mrs. Gaz, uh, and I both really enjoy it. It's a bit off the wall if you've never seen Moulin Rouge. Um, it's from 2001. Ewan McGregor is in it. Uh, and it's basically a musical, but it is completely off the wall, and we we love it. So it was been, it's been changed into a stage show, and we went down with some friends who have never seen the film and really didn't know what they were expecting, um, but they thoroughly enjoyed it as well. And I also went to a presentation on... Friday of the volunteering that I've been doing for the last um, couple of years or so, a year and a half, whatever it is. And um, that was pretty the good. Rug- and I offered, no, 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 no. This is, vol- no, no, that's, no, that's, rug- when I talk about volunteering for rugby, I talk about rugby rather than volunteering yeah, I was, for rugby. I was confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the volunteering which I do over at, uh, at Rutland Water where we do all sorts of um, stuff outdoors generally, um, hedge laying, uh, fence repairing, litter picking, all sorts of stuff. Um, uh, anyway, I, I offered my services, uh, video editing and stuff. So uh, whether anything comes of that or presentation uh, skill sets uh, i shall wait and see but yeah yeah so since since wednesday not a great deal but you know enough and a, li- a few wolf wanderings as as is usual you know me yeah wolf wanders mm, he does drags me around like you know well you see the pictures of wolf but what you don't see is me lying on the floor being dragged along with mud all along the front you see no one sees that no one well, gives me a huge two thoughts he's massive Massive. If anybody's seen him, massive he is. Well, we we haven't seen him. That's the whole point of where's Wolf. 
Yeah, sort of. Okay. <laughs> so, Mike, have you got anything going on other than Mac stock that you've been doing? Oh, I have. I have lists and lists and lists of things going on. For the first time ever, just this week, I'll keep this Apple focused. For the first time ever, I decided to give reminders a go. I've always given it a go in the past. I would set a reminder. I'd dutifully set an alarm for it. The alarm would go off. I would say, yeah, yeah, turn off the alarm, and then the reminder would go out of my head. Well, I decided <laughs> yeah. reminders yeah. need to be approached a little bit differently. So I've, I've added all my reminders, haven't added any alarms, and I'm keeping reminders open on every single one of my Macs, so it becomes my virtual piece of paper that I'm otherwise carrying around with me. Oh, okay. And yeah. you know what? It's working. It's wow. crazy. It's actually working. I would always be carrying around this piece of paper with everything written on it that I have to do and cross things off and I'd add another piece of paper. Well, it's actually working. Do you use reminders as a list keeping app versus a reminding app? So that's been working well. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Did and I'm now wondering if, if uh, Gaz would like to volunteer to come out and do some fence mending at our place. Yeah. And bring the whole yeah. crew with you too. Yeah, absolutely. We have a garden that needs tending too, so it won't take long. I can do that. I can do that as well. Yeah, absolutely. That would be amazing. <laughs> anything else? Anything else, Mike? No, actually, this the, you were you were right though. You were spot on. This this past week has been very Max Doc focused. Yeah, oh, so I'm that's surprised. and we'll be talking about that in a little bit. I I suspect. Well, then um, I guess there's only one thing to do there, Gaz. There is. I think I should jump straight into Gaz's snippets. Now, Mike, you, you may or may not uh, remember this little section, but I basically flip through a number of headlines which I picked out during the course of the week. <laughs> Quite a bit of a short week this week. Uh, and Guy very often uh, jumps in with his comments, or I'll ask him for a comment, or very often he jumps in without me even asking him. But yeah. if you, you're well, more to or not like right yeah. now for example so yeah absolutely so then we jump in with will you let me finish but that aside if there is anything that you'd like to expand on because these are snippets meaning very short pieces but we always expand they always expand so if you want to um, speak about any of them you're more than welcome to do so anyway moving on <laughs> apple opens the swift student challenge for wwdc 2023 they have announced uh, last week um it's opened the annual S uh, swift student challenge and they have prizes which include an exclusive wwdc 23 outerwear not quite sure what outerwear is but i'll you know i'll give it a i'll give it a good thought process on that one probably a hat uh, airpods pro a customized pin set wowza uh, and a one year membership of the apple developer program um i think they'll be flocking to go into that particular challenge so it's a not swift it's a swift contest that won't take very long very good i like i like your thought process there um was there <laughs> yeah yeah that's true apparently it's taken two years for autodesk uh maya and autocad to become apple silicon native not sure if that has any interest to either of you guys but certainly hasn't to me um but uh yeah take them two years to make it native which is always good because native um silicon apple means 
battery usage is down, power usage or power usage is down, not so much battery usage, um, but one goes in hand with the other. Um, and obviously you get a much smoother uh, continuity use there, I would say. <laughs> I'm referring to something that you might hear yeah. later on in the show. Not a big um, fan of continuity at the moment. <laughs> Apparently a lost Apple Watch has survived hours. I'm not sure how many hours. I'm not sure what this piece tells me. No, it didn't tell me. Um, has survived hours at sea and has been returned to its owner thanks to the Find My process. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Where Jeff. where was it? It couldn't have been in that deep water. Well, he le- he lost it in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil during a schooner trip. Uh, I don't know why I said schooner. Schooner. <laughs> schooner. Um, Fancy. It, it, so he basically used the find my feature, presumably to get back to roughly where it was and go diving to find it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, that's, that's not amazing. usually how people lose things in Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> I lost my wallet and $200. I was going to say you probably lost something else, but we won't go there. Um, Apparently, according to analysts, and I always like throwing uh, analyst stories in, Mike, because Guy always responds so positively to them. Uh, But analysts have said that Apple should buy Disney. I'll just wait for, for God's sake, why? <laughs> look, look. Oh, do you want me to actually read the story? I was no, just hoping that no. I was just hoping that you would, would respond accordingly, guy. There, really. You know, and that would be one of those deals that would that would never get government approval. There is no way in hell that that the U.S. government or probably any other government that that would matter in these things would allow Apple to buy a comp- a, you know, a corporation that large with that many other fingers in the pie. Um, and frankly, I don't think Apple needs them anyway. Well, it's not a new rumor. This is no. yeah. this has been no. a rumor that's been around. Oh, but this for isn't a rumor. Years. This isn't a rumor, Mike. This is an analyst stating he thinks it should happen. Oh, well, so this is not a new rumor. This is this is something that's been and and it's it's become it's come to the forefront because Bob Iger is back. And the thought process is that uh, with Iger having only come back for two, three years, that he's going to want to go out on on a higher note than he went out on before before. Well, I won't even go into the whole Bob Chapek thing, but, it you know, he's going to go out on a higher note than he left before Chapek took over. So the thought process is, hey, let's let's see if that rumor can come to fruition. Let's see if he can sell Disney to Apple, go out on that high note, and this time retire even more pretty than he did before. I'm just trying to work out whether that's a, oh, which note (laughs) you go out on. Anyway, I'm moving on. I'm moving Dying us on. Yes. When you hit the high notes, that's when, when the bluebirds land on your fingers. And tricks. Yeah, guy, it's no good jumping yeah, in like that. You've got to stop. stop. You've got to stop doing things like that. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike doesn't know about the, you know, that sort of interruption that we would normally get. So and I was okay. making my bluebird on the fingers joke. <laughs> I'm moving on. 
I'm moving on. Netflix this week brought its more affordable ad-supported plan to the Apple TV, which means subscribers who have the cheaper plan can now watch content through their set-top boxes from Apple. Hooray, considering I do no longer subscribe to Netflix. Apple you know, spatial... The only reason why we kind of still have Netflix is the British baking show. Damn it. That's that's like the only th- really thing we've been watching. That's old. On Don't watch it anymore. That's old. Apple Music Spatial Audio is now compatible with selected Sonos speakers. Go out and buy your Sonos and get spatial, baby. Apple has won an appeal battle on an ongoing patent infringement war with Vertnet X and could save up to $502.8 million. Now, what was interesting from this is that this court case, I think, has been going on for quite a number of years, but it has now won that appeal. The Tetris movie is streaming now on Apple TV. I've heard quite a lot of people talking about that. I think I might have heard you talking about it, Mike. Um, Have you watched it yet or not? I, I have not watched it yet, but I am excited to watch it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, have you watched it, Guy? Don't no. even know what it is. It's a movie about Tetris, Guy. Ah. About about the Russian. Is it? Is, was he a Russian who created Tetris? It was a Russian who yeah. created Tetris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's pro- it's probably got all sorts of spyware in there. So there you go. Um. <laughs> I don't think that was a problem back then. I used to. <laughs> no, I used but it to is now. It is now. On, on my uh, my various Game Boys. That I had. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I, if you haven't played Tetris, folks, then, well, you haven't lived, let's be honest. Um, a bespoke Apple Watch Ultra has been anodized blue and sold by an Arizona jeweler. Um, specialist jeweler, uh, Debilias Lux, has caused a stir among timepiece collectors by offering a custom Apple Watch Ultra model with an anodized blue titanium case. Um, Apparently, uh, let me just see. I thought I had a price here. It's currently offering uh, custom Apple Watches. Yes, $1,499 for a custom Apple Watch Ultra. I've got to say, it does look quite good. I am quite impressed, but I wouldn't buy one. Apple TV app is now available on direct TV stream devices. Don't know whether that affects anybody outside of the US. I don't know direct TV. Well, so I mean, I... it's it, it. This this is like just the ongoing battle over whether Apple should continue making the Apple TV or not. If they can get the app to where it, it's good enough and it plays on everybody else's platform, then. Yeah, but what about people who haven't got another platform? Well, then they go and get another platform. You know, you can get a... Uh, Apple encouraging other people to buy other people's goods? No. Yeah, they're making no. more money on the service than they ever no. will on an Apple TV. Hard, well, I'm not sure. sure. I, think, I think they like the hardware bit. I think that's going to be around for some time, Guy. Yeah, maybe. However, however, General Motors are to phase out Apple <sighs> CarPlay starting this year in an EV transition. Well, General Motors, I will not be buying any of your cars. Because I do not want Google looking over my shoulder, knowing where I'm going, what it can advertise to me. And if anybody thinks that doesn't happen. Yeah. And and, and it's not just CarPlay. It's also Android Auto. So, which is weird because that's a Google product. But basically, GM is collaborating 
with yes. GM or GM yes. is collaborating with Google to create a, a new interface that's going to be like just on their EV products. Correct. And right. quite frankly, it just means that the uh, the long dry spell of me not buying GM products will continues continue <laughs> right down the road. Um. That's not going to affect you, Mike, is it? Not with your Jeep. My my vehicle is a 2008. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it doesn't affect me. And even our 2014 doesn't have CarPlay or Android Auto on it. So, uh, But that was a conscious decision on our part when we purchased it, the extra $1,500 it was going to cost to have it added. We said, eh, no thanks, we're okay. Yeah. We're good. Now it's like just standard equipment. It's standard countries. equipment now. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like an incredibly stupid decision to get rid of Android Auto and CarPlay and set out to reinvent the wheel. No pun yes. intended. Yes. I mean, how, you know, and and it's so weird. It's so weird because GM is known for making such great decisions over the last 20, 30 years. <laughs> we'll move on. Apparently... Yeah. According to a new support document, Apple is going to plan to, or Apple is planning, I'll start that sentence again, Apple is planning to remove the Keynote Live feature in a future version of its Keynote app. The feature allows for a presentation to be played over the internet in the Keynote app on the Mac, iPhone, and iPad. But Apple recommends using screen sharing to share a Keynote presentation in the future. Interesting. Maybe it takes up less bandwidth. Possibly. that way. They, they often have very good reasons in their own head why they are removing something. Whether it's a good reason in anybody else's head is another, another statement altogether. Yeah. Um, Hulu for Apple TV gets revamped navigation with new sidebar. Hooray! Hey, <laughs> they announced it one day for us. We fired up Hulu. They said, hey, the navigation is going to change. The next day, the navigation changed. The difference is instead of going up, I go to the left. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And if you're so far over to the right that you have to go scroll, 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 it doesn't really make any difference from going scroll, 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 scroll up and down. Now, does this say something politically about that company? I'll move on. I'll move on. Uh, the UK probe into Apple's mobile browser restrictions uh, shut down after Apple has argued that the regulators waited too long to open the investigation. Now, this is typical, actually, of our current government. Oh, I've, got, I've gone political, haven't I? Um, and, it doesn't, you, and it doesn't surprise me at all, but the UK's Competition and Market Authority will not be looking into Apple's policies on mobile browsers and cloud gaming services after Apple won an appeal that will force the UK regulators to drop the investigation basically they took too long to investigate too long to investigate and oh. they agreed to release internet explorer for ios <laughs> who, who the regulators did that's, well that's, done that's a deep that's yeah. a deep cut guy laugh good job good job regulators that's what we need i'm still holding out for netscape navigator Excellent. I, and, hey, look, I still use NCSA Mosaic, so what can I say? <laughs> an, engineer, an, engineer has, an engineer has brought wires and USB-C connector to the AirPods. Now, I brought that in, but I've also got another message, another uh, news headline, which says the inventor behind the USB-C AirPods and iPhone creates the world's first wired AirPods, which it, 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 it seemed a bit odd, that that's story but engineer ken pilonel 
Pilonel, I think it was, was the first to modify modify iPhone with a working USB-C port in 2021. And he did the same for the AirPods and AirPod Pro cases. Now Kenny's mm-hmm. back with what he's calling the most innovative project so far, USB-C wired, wired AirPods. I am so looking forward to using yeah, them. Yeah, because that's what people want is wired wireless <laughs> well you know i saw the photo of it uh and I, and I knew of the other projects that he had done which is interesting but not terribly practical no um, but i saw the no, photos just... of it last night and i was wondering if the airpods like if you can disconnect and reconnect them yeah that could be useful it's not it, it would yes. be a little bit like the airpods max where you can you can plug him in with the cable. Yeah, so so the point is, has he dismantled them and soldered something <clears> in, which will be very incredible on those very small uh, AirPods, mm-hmm. or has he somehow connected it so that they easily are, yeah, yeah poppable? Yeah. Good point. See, that's why we like you on this show, Mike. You bring I didn't some read sort the article. In... I just looked at the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> but I agree with you, actually. And I had my the... crayons ready. Yes, good. Um, the Apple Weather app is not working on your devices. You're not alone. Apple, you know, you if you're not going to have an app which works like a weather app, then forget it. It That's just got to work. People aren't going to fiddle about going back to your app if it's not working properly. It needs it, continuity. <laughs> no, you will persevere with continuity, Guy. <laughs> I know that for a certainty. <clears throat> Oh, um, I had hope. I had hope that the article was going to share with me that the new update for Mac OS Ventura was going to fix the problem I have with with the weather widget, where every time I open it up, it says unable to determine, determine location. I thought that was going to be the case. Location services is on. I've turned it off. I've turned it on. I open the weather app. It says can't figure out where you are. Here's how I fix it. I open up Apple Maps let it determine my location, close Apple Maps, now weather works again. That's how I fix weather each and every time. I just don't just, use it. Which is something you just couldn't have to do. That's, that's how that's, I fix it. Now, maybe <laughs> maybe if they had written it as a Mac app instead of ported an iOS app, we'd have a little bit better luck with it, huh? And my last story is apparently a Steve Jobs memoir, a new memoir is going to be public. Well, it's not written new, of course. It's going to be released newly. Um, it's going to be published more than 11 years after his death. I don't know where this is going to come from, but um, apparently the Washington Post maybe will be releasing it. Well, it's anyway. going to cover all that ground between his death and now. <sighs> Dear, oh dear. And that, folks, is the end of Gaz's Snippets. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, that was fun. Fun. <laughs> well, don't say it with such conviction. <sighs> so now we're gonna get we're gonna get to the part that everyone has been waiting for, where we're awesome. gonna talk about thank you. Thank you, Steve. See, Steve still lives on the mymac.com podcast. We are going to talk about Mac Stock 2023 and all of the new and fun stuff that's that's coming up with it. And we're going to get it right from the horse's mouth. And that is Mike Potter. Hello again, Mike. Mike's not a horse. Hello. 
I was waiting for the horse whinny sound effect. Nay. Um, yeah, I don't think I have that. <laughs> no, we don't. Move on. Yeah, we really don't. All so, right, well, I'm out. Okay, well, no, no, come back, come back, come back. Last couple of years, as, as we were talking uh, earlier, has been basically a, a virtual Mac stock. Um, and I've been to the, the two that were available for public consumption and still had a great time because, uh, number one, it's such a fun event. And now, finally, you know, we can, we can put all that into the rearview mirror and we're back to the, the full Mac stock experience. And where is it, you know, when is it going to be and where is it going to be, Mike? Yeah, well, okay. So first, I'm going to correct what I said at the beginning because <clears throat> that wasn't quite right. Uh, last year was the first Mac stock, in-person Mac stock proper since 2019. Mm, um, yeah. it, was, it was much smaller uh, out of necessity and just out well, of things that were going on still last too. year. You didn't have any choice. Uh, yeah, that was part of it too. Um, but, you, you know, it was smaller, but it was the first in-person Mac stock since 2019. And uh, we did have the, in per the much, much smaller in-person virtual Mac stock in September of 2021. Uh, and so last year was very much a rebuilding year. You know, it wasn't it wasn't quite the full experience that we had been getting used to. You know, 2018, 2019, we had a lot of really cool stuff going on at MacStock. And um, they they were kind of back to basics, if you will. And this year, this year will be the first kind of full-on robot MacStock since 2019. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I'm I'm excited for it. And uh, to answer your question, yeah, it's going to take place July 22nd and 23rd, 2023. And it's going to be uh, at the same location it has been before. I'm going to try to keep things simple for everyone. <laughs> you know, let's, let's not change things up too much yet this year. Uh, so it's going to be at the same place, which is the, the Loop Conference Center in um, uh, Woodstock, yeah. Illinois, at McHenry yeah. County College there. Right. Yeah. So we're back. And it's that is... <laughs> You know, I mean, problems, some problems aside, that, that is a great venue. Um, the auditorium itself is is cool. It's it's yeah. clean. Uh, the acoustics are really, really well done. And, uh, you know, of, of course, you're using, you know, microphones and speakers and all the rest of that. But you could probably just stand on that stage and, you know, belt it out. And people anywhere in that auditorium would still be able to hear you. Yeah, it's a great auditorium. And, you know, in 20, 2019, they had just, I think it was 2019, they had just upgraded all the, the um, speakers and the projector and all this kind of stuff was had just recently been upgraded. And then during the downtime of the pandemic, they went through and, and redid all the seats and they, you know, they upgraded some other equipment that they were using there. So, it, it's something that the college continues to invest in and uh, just make it better. One downfall of their remodeling is that the breakout rooms that we had been used to using are gone. They're all gone. So that's necessitated a change to how we present the talks at Doc. But honestly, I think for the better when it comes right down to it. Yeah, all the breakouts are now in the auditorium. Yeah, in fact, we're not even going to do breakouts anymore. Uh, this year specifically, uh, la yes, you're right. Last year we did 20-minute uh, talks and we did the breakouts in the afternoon on, on the main stage. 
this year, the difference is going to be that every presentation, and we do have 10 presenters, 10 pro, uh, presenters proper this year, uh, 10 talks, uh, those talks are going to be just straight up 45 minute talks. Uh, so we're not going to like be doing double. the, yeah, we're not going to do the 20 minute kind of introductory talk and then the 45 minute deeper dive. It's just going to be a straight 45 minute presentation. Uh, so I, you know, based on feedback I've uh, gotten from presenters in the past, I think folks are going to, they're going to like that. It's going to be a little bit easier, a little less stressful for them in preparing the presentation. And uh, there isn't that, uh, you know, it's nice to have the deeper dives and go a little bit further into everyone's topic, but there isn't that disconnect now between that talk in the morning and the talk in the afternoon like we had before. And the, the nice thing is, you know, even though the deeper dives, you know, aren't going to happen, they're not going to be in the main conference room, they're not going to be in, in any other, the breakout rooms that don't exist anymore, but that doesn't mean that you still can't go to the people that did those talks and ask them questions, you know, before or after their presentations. Because one of the great things about MacStock is the accessibility of all of the speakers and, you know, all of the staff that, that's helping out there. You know, it, it's a conference that's not so big that you're going to get lost in the mix. And that, that's one of the great things about MacStock. Oh, absolutely. Everyone is there for the same reason, uh, to see friends, to make new friends, to be part of this community that we're all part of. Um, as I've, I've said before, originally, MaxDoc was supposed to be a little community event for my podcast, my podcast, and maybe uh, the audiences of some of the other podcasts of folks I was friends with and knew. Uh, and it just kind of, um, it never really became that. Instead, it, it grew out of this nugget of an idea that Barry Folk and I had to gather everybody together. And it just, it, it, it blew up bigger than I ever imagined it was going to be. And uh, it, it's become its own thing. So the, this MaxDot community and the, the greater Apple community that we all belong to is part of why everyone's there. And, and you're right, yeah. Every single presenter is incredibly accessible and uh, if you have a question, you really need to just walk right up to them and say, hey, you know, Allison, you mentioned this thing during your talk. Can you can you tell me a little bit more about that? And if if Allison says no, my jaw is going to drop to the ground. You'll be wait you'll be sitting there talking, talking to her for another hour. Yeah. 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 Wait, wait till she's off the stage before you. Before well, you do well that's probably the better way to approach it. Yes. Yeah. Wait until she's off the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what else is going to be new this year? Yeah, have you got anything which is different from last year? You're planning to change any, uh, make any major differences? I know obviously the breakout rooms is something which is different, but have you got any, have you got any nuggets which you can let us uh, let, mm. let out of the bag? Or, or are you trying to keep those secret for a little while? Oh, no secrets mm -hmm. here. You know, I, I lay it all on the table for you guys. <laughs> I have to be careful when I say that, don't I? You yes. guys, I, I don't want to just, you know, indicate I'm talking only to Mr. Searle here. Very good. Um, yeah. <laughs> so in, in some ways, everything old is new again, right? So we do have yes. um, a lot of great new things that are coming back this year over last year, but some of those things are things we've done in the past. So uh, the one thing I want to mention up front is that in 2019, we had the first annual Max Talk Short Film Festival 
and that is back this year. So we're back nice. at the second Max Doc Short Film Festival. Wally Cherwinski is back. He's going to be hosting it. Uh, we've already started collecting submissions from folks, and it's just a fantastic way to include everybody who's in attendance. Uh, if you have a, a short, and we're asking for two minutes and 30 seconds or shorter, if you have a short film you'd like to share uh, with everyone, let us know about it, and we'll get you added to that lineup of, of films that we're going to be debuting at MaxDoc this summer. And then, uh, so that allows those folks to get involved, but then the people who are there in attendance can get involved too and, and, and just be part of those premieres. So it's really a fun time. Uh, we had a blast with it in 2019, and I'm so excited that Wally can come back again this year. And uh, for, well, for the first time since, since 2019, he can come back. Uh, he's from Canada, I should mention, uh, right. and, uh, and host the the film fest so super super excited about that yeah i actually i had one submitted that i created on the train on my way there and then edited and submitted before i mean it, it was like in less than a day i had a, an entire little video all set up and submitted that yeah and and the only rules we have uh I, again i mentioned that it should be shorter than two minutes and 30 seconds and that's really just so that we can get uh, the most most folks possible uh, premiere their their short films. Uh, you can shoot it with any camera. You know, if you're on the train and you're shooting it with your iPhone, or you're you want to shoot something on your Mac, talking directly to the camera, or, or uh, shoot it with your DSLR. Doesn't matter. Shoot it with any camera. Uh, we'd like it to be edited on a Mac or an iOS device, but you know, who are who are we to say? Who are we to say? Um, <laughs> Uh, Wally does, uh, uh, would like the videos to have been created within the last three years. You know, don't pull something out of the ancient archives. Uh, if you're going to pull old footage out, recut it into something new. That would be cool. And uh, we, for, for Wally's sanity and sake, we're asking that all submissions should be received by July 8th so that he has a little time to prepare for, for the weekend. And uh, the most important thing, though, is that uh, the Max Star Short Film Festival is not a contest. There are no prizes, but it is a great way to celebrate that creativity that we can find throughout the attendees of Max Doc 2023. So, yeah, uh, I'm I'm really excited for it, and I I think uh, the more folks we have submit, the better. Uh, and we've given we've allocated the time to the short film festival that we didn't in 2019. So Wally has two, two slots, one on Saturday and one on Sunday to wrap up the weekend uh, to premiere everyone's short films. So yeah, can that's I, gonna be a blast. Can I ask Mike, is that only for people who are attending the actual um, uh, Mac, Mac Expo? Yes, it is. We want to okay. see everyone's smiling face. So it, yeah, that's it, fine. That's fine. You're right. It is open to in-person attendees only. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yep. More reason why you should go. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So Letting we've got the date. We've got the time. Uh, where can are, are there like special deals set up for where people can stay this time around? Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Can I talk about the other cool things coming? Sure. All right. Um, this other thing, I, I want to be sure to mention this because this is something 
this is part of the reason that Max Talk exists in 2015. I want to say it was, it might have even been late 2014, but I, I remember it as January 2015. Barry Folk and I sat down. He had this idea to gather together friends of his uh, for a barbecue in his backyard. He was calling it the Midwest Mac Barbecue. And uh, I said, hey, Barry, remember that thing we talked about a few years ago where we were we were talking about bringing together the For Mac Eyes Only community for a, a small conference? I think, I think the folks that you're inviting to this barbecue might be a great group of people to present and to attend if we make <laughs> this thing happen. So... Uh, in 2015, that, you know, is a one-day event. Uh, it was uh, Father's Day weekend, I remember, in uh, June of 2015. But we had Mac Stock, and then that evening, we had the Midwest Mac Barbecue. And it was a it was a fantastic time. And I remember you guys were even podcasting from Barry's dining yes, room. Yes, that's right. I, I remember there was quite a lot of rain, though. He, he had, um, obviously, some covers in the back garden, and it was, and we had a... <laughs> We had a small shower. Let's put it that way. Um, I, yeah. Yeah, there was some concern about people holding on to those metal tent poles while that lightning was flashing <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> it was only short. No, that was a great evening. That was a great evening. And uh, yes, we did. We podcast from from um, um, from his front room. And I think people have probably heard this story before, that we, we both left. And, and actually, we encouraged people to come on to the podcast. Guy had a, a setup where he could bring lots of people on, and we did. We brought lots of people on. And then at one point, I think both Kai and I left left the building uh, yeah. and went outside and uh, let them carry on. So, And that all went out. None of it was cut, and uh, it all went out on the podcast. But, yeah, that was a, a great combination. So is, is Barry thinking of doing something similar again this year? Not only is he thinking of doing something similar, but he is doing something similar. The yeah. Midwest Mac Barbecue <laughs> is back and uh, it will be part of Mac Stock weekend uh, you know it is Barry's event the Midwest Mac barbecue is his thing and and Mac Stock has kind of become my thing uh, but his Midwest Mac barbecue is going to take place two days prior to Mac Stock so it's going to take uh -huh. place on July 20th the Thursday before Mac Stock weekend uh, it is going to take place in uh, Barry's backyard He's got a tent. He's he has a new um, uh, roof built over the the patio area of his backyard. Okay, and he has a new wine room in his home. He converted a, a wow. room into a, a <laughs> well, of course like a wine closet, a wine room. <laughs> I know, of course he did, right? So uh, not only is this this Midwest Mac barbecue going to take place, but he said, "Hey, maybe we'll do some wine tasting as well." So yeah. it really is shaping up to be a, what a fun could possibly little... go wrong. Yeah, <laughs> well, Mac users and hey. alcohol be great. It and well, and on his property. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'm sure you remember we had that like absolute downpour. Yeah, I mentioned it. I mentioned, yeah, oh, okay. when you just yeah. jumped off. Yeah. yeah, I mentioned it. Yeah. And and Mike mentioned, obviously, that people were starting to get concerned because they were hanging on to the metal uh, tent poles while uh, the <laughs> lightning was going around. But, yeah, yeah, that's probably not a good idea. No. Yeah, let's, no. let's stand in puddles not. of water with lightning flashing through the sky. And, oh, by the way, hold on to It'll that metal quick. tent pole, too. Hey, yeah. it's going to be quick, Mike. If you're going to do it, do it quick. That's it. Do it quick. <laughs> well, you yeah, know. Don't, don't, don't uh, make a slinger. The Midwest Midwest Mac barbecue evolved to become different things throughout the years. We had a Midwest Mac mingle. We had the the 
uh, barbecue and kind of picnic on the grounds of the college after oh, Max yes. one year. So, you know, we've had a lot the of karaoke. fun with it, the karaoke, but bringing yeah. it back to basics, I think is, is a great idea. And that's what Barry wanted to do this year. So he's going to host the Midwest Mac barbecue on July 20th. And, um, uh, there will be a link on the MacStock website where you can you can let Barry know that you're coming. So when you fill out the little form on the the Midwest Mac Barbecue link on MacStock site, when you fill that out, it's going to go directly to Barry and let him know that you are planning to attend, so that he can get you the information that you need to be there that night. Uh, so that's the second cool thing, is the Midwest Mac Barbecue is back. Now the third cool thing is actually. New, not new. So let me explain. Uh, this is new to MacStock stage, but not new to MacStock weekend. And that is Mac Geek Gab, Dave Hamilton, John F. Brown are going to be uh, recording an episode of Mac Geek Gab live on stage at MacStock Saturday the 22nd to wrap up Saturday's day. Uh, and not only are they going to be recording a new episode of Mac Geek Gab, but they're going to have a rousing round of Stump the Geek as well. So oh, nice. this is a, a really great way to include everybody in attendance, get them yeah. involved, bring their toughest tech questions, and Stump the Geek. And so they have, uh, they have an hour to do that, to wrap up Saturday. And I'm excited about it, because the, the last time we did something like this was... Um, uh, Mac Power Users, Mac Power Users 500, we did in 2018. I can't remember what year it was now. 2018, 2019, 2018. I think it was 2018. Um, but we did the Mac Power Users fi episode 500 on stage, and that was a, a great time. And that was kind of more of a retrospective thing. But this Mac Geek Gab is going to be a regular episode of their show, and uh, uh, they're going to include Stump the Geek. So I think it's going to be a great time. And the reason yeah. I say it's new, not new, is because they actually did this MacStock weekend a few years ago, but they did it from a um, uh, a meeting room at the hotel that night. Yeah. Uh, this time they're doing it proper uh, on MacStock stage. So I like to do this kind of thing. And uh, Dave and and John have both been great supporters of MacStock throughout the years, and so I'm excited yes, that have. we can do a Mac a Mac geek ab, uh, uh at MacStock. So I, re cool. I remember That's they the were third exciting thing. They were there in the in 2015, the first one because 2015 was the first one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I they were there because actually I was in the car uh, with them, and I can't. I think John was driving, and we were trying to find this restaurant, and it was quite an enjoyable experience actually trying to find this restaurant driving around in the car. <laughs> did you yeah. find it? They may we did. Yes. Yes. It's the yeah. We yes we did get to the restaurant. There's a picture that floats around and crops up on. Um, on uh, Facebook occasionally with a, the group of us um, uh, at the end of the evening. Yes, yes, I remember. It was a good, it was a good night. We did make Very it. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Some of the best pictures I have from MaxDoc are those evening times. You know, I'm where sure. we're just kind of hanging yeah. out and and enjoying each other's company. And and that's really what MaxDoc is about. Yeah, there there's this awesome educational component of it where everyone is giving fantastic presentations and talks about things that they're passionate about but when we get to to spend the evenings together and as you mentioned karaoke or just you know hanging out and having dinner or breakfast the monday after um some of the some of the most magical moments of max doc hey 
that's pretty good <laughs> it is magical moments of max uh some of the most magical moments of max doc uh take place in those off hours you know when max well, doc proper is not last year we were at the opera house that was it was uh, but it wasn't the, organized it was just where everybody kind of showed up oh oh um yes that was at the woodstock public house restaurant yes uh which is at the old courthouse complex the in old woodstock courthouse. yep and then you had the party room uh, a couple years before then yeah that was still on the square and when we talk about the square we're talking about woodstock illinois proper which if you've never been to woodstock illinois it's the greatest little town that you you just don't expect all of the stuff that's there it's yeah. it's beautiful there's there's uh movie components there you know it it's it's just so, so many little towns over the years have had so much trouble trying to stay relevant and and i think woodstock has has really gone all out and done a pretty good job of of just making it not just a a, a place to drive through but a, a destination in and of itself so if you do go to Maxstock, make sure that you leave yourself at least a little bit of time to go on over to Woodstock, Illinois proper, the square, and check out all the stuff that they have there. It's it's just such a great little place. I love that town. Yeah, it is. I've never uh, been there in the winter. So Oh, it you know, it's beautiful in winter because every tree in the center of the square there has lights draped on it. The buildings have lights on it. Uh, it just, uh, you hit it at the right time of night and it's just this magical view of of this, you know, old square that dates back to the 1840s. Yeah, so, people say that about yeah. my profile. Catching <laughs> it right the right light, right the right time. It That's reminds me of someone from the 1840s. Is that what they say to you, Guy? Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. And yeah. I've I've earned every single year. I think I have. <laughs> So what else, what else, Mike, what else can you give us? Those are all the exciting announcements I can share right now, but I should probably share who's presenting this year yes. or that I can announce Ooh. so far. So far, yeah. So you know about Wally Truinski with the Short Film Fest. You know Barry is putting on his Midwest Mac barbecue. You know Dave Hamilton and John F. Brown are doing uh, Mac Geek Gab. That's all incredibly awesome. But our presenters proper that I can announce so far, the remaining three will be announced later in April when I do the next MaxDoc live stream. But those I can announce so far include uh, so many returning favorites, Allison Sheridan, Kirsten Sia, Jeff Gamet, Mike Schmitz, Dave Ginsburg, Chuck Joyner, and yes, Dave Hamilton will be presenting as well. So not only wow. is he doing my geek gab, but he's gonna be doing a presentation as well. And then uh, the remaining three slots, I'll be announcing those in April. And uh, you know what I did this year is I kind of reserved those slots for folks new to MaxDoc stage. I wanted to make sure that we had some space in there for so, you know fresh, unique voices that we haven't had before. So that's what I'm planning to announce. Um, getting the confirmations from them right now. So I'll be able to announce that in um, in April. Well, right. it is April now, but later April. Yeah. <laughs> April-ish, later on. Later April-ish. Yeah. So it's going to be on the 22nd and the 23rd. 
and it's going to run from roughly eight or nine o'clock until when? Until okay, good question. Yeah, so um, check-in registration, all that takes place at eight every morning. Uh, most folks will be checked in and registered, um, uh, you know, come Sunday. But we still have that hour from eight to nine. Once you're checked in, once you're registered, you get to say hi to your friends, find a place to sit, you know, just kind of relax for a little bit. And then uh, MaxDoc starts at nine, and we're going to be running from nine until noon uh, with talks in the morning. Then we're going to break for lunch and then we'll be back with the remaining talks for each day followed up by the the special events so in the case of saturday we're going to have the uh we're going to be wrapping up saturday with the film fest and mac geek gab and then on sunday we're going to be wrapping up same schedule sunday uh nine to noon and then one to five uh but we're going to be wrapping up uh each each day uh sunday we're going to be wrapping up with uh, the film fest that's going to wrap up the whole weekend. Okay. Now where, where can people stay and do you have any special deals going on with some of the local area hotels? We do. Yeah. If you go to Max Talk's website under the location menu, you'll, you'll see a hotels, uh, page. And on the hotels page is where we have links to the uh, block rates that we've set up so far. So at the moment we have a block rate from the Hampton Inn, of McHenry, which um, they've Very been nice great supporters of MaxDoc through yep. all the years. And then another uh, good supporter of MaxDoc has been the Holiday Inn of Crystal Lake. And I just got the link to their block rate just this week. So if I don't get the newsletter out before this show becomes uh, uh, gets added to the feed, then you'll have the exclusive on it. But if I get the newsletter out first, then people will know before beforehand. Better hurry. This will probably be out later today. Yeah, I know. It's it's on my it's on see, it's on my reminders list. I gotta get it done. <laughs> yeah, I bring it all full circle. Uh, but we we have a block rate from the Holiday in the Crystal Lake as well, and I'm working on one or two others if I can get them. But uh, all those are on the lodging or hotels page on the MaxDoc site. And if neither of those are to your preference, there's links to other area hotels at the bottom. If there's a particular brand you like to stay at or what have you, they're, yeah. they're all and down All there. of these hotels are like within 10 minutes of the event. It, it, yeah. It's not like that. you're going to spend, and because it's not in like Chicago, there's really not that, you know, traffic is, is not really an issue getting from where, whatever hotel, unless you're actually staying in Chicago, whatever hotel you're staying at in that area to actually get to the event itself, which is at the we, McHenry Community College. Yeah, we try uh, to Mike, make it a, a fairly good, a fairly quick, yeah. quick shot from all the hotels. Yeah. So what exactly is the website? I probably should share that, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's is... going to be, it's going to be in, in the show notes, but uh, people probably want to hear it here too. They, they probably want to hear it from that horse's mouth. Uh, that would be MaxDoc conference and expo.com max.conference and expo.com since you winnied over me there sorry max.conference and expo.com max.conference should also get you there but the the the, the right and proper domain is max.conference and expo.com and that's where you'll find all the information about if you put max.expo don't be surprised if you find yourself being pointed to max.expo yeah. probably be pointed to it as well yeah. yep yeah. yep so uh, anything else that you want to share before we uh, before we start to wrap things up? 
The only other thing I'd want to share is um, the types of tickets that folks can purchase if they want to be there Ooh. for the weekend. Yes. So we have two two different types of tickets if you want to be there in person. Uh, the first is one that most people go with, and that is the uh, what I call the weekend pass. And uh, the weekend pass is great because it gets you access to to everything really that's that's going on that weekend. Um, uh, not only to every presentation that's taking place, gets you lunch both days. It gets you that Mac Stack T-shirt. Uh, you get a um, a bonus swag. You know, everybody gets a little bonus swag for for buying that weekend pass. And then the other thing, and I think this is probably, um, you know, if if you want to relive the talks or revisit any of the talks from the weekend, I think one of the more valuable things that comes with the weekend pass is it includes a digital pass. So after the weekend is over, after I get all the edits done <laughs> and get them posted, then you can go back and you can rewatch any of the talks from the weekend and uh, pick up you know, some of the things that you might have missed while you were sitting there and the presentation was going on. So that digital pass comes um, with every weekend pass as well. So uh, that's the weekend pass, that's $2.99. And then there's a single day pass. If you can only make it Saturday or you can only make it Sunday, there is a single day pass. It's just admission for that day, Saturday or Sunday, all the featured sessions for that day. And of course, lunch and the t-shirt is included as well with that one. Uh, the single day pass does not include the digital pass. And then uh, later this summer, I'm going to make the digital pass available for sale for anyone who just simply can't make it. Uh, can't make it, but you want to catch some of these talks by these amazing presenters we have, you'll be able to purchase a digital pass. And uh, when, they're, when they're edited and available, you can go back and watch those talks anytime. And that will be, I'm not going to raise the price on that this year. That's going to be $99. So that's going to be the same as it's been in, in the past. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and can I, can I say, actually, if anybody, you must go, even if you're, if you don't think you're interested, go over and just have a look at the website. It's a, it's a cracking little website. And, you know, so many times you go to these websites and I'll tell you, they put the sort of font that you cannot read. It's it is so insipid, but this it, <laughs> it leaps out at you, and you can actually read it. And I'll tell you what, there's a lot of interesting stuff on there as well. Really impressive, actually, Mike, because I hadn't been to this year's. Because um, I know that you change it every year. Um, I do, yeah. And uh, it's it's looking really good, actually. I, I, I like it. I like so it's it not Comic Sans seventy two. <laughs> what am I using this? Doesn't, year? I can't doesn't matter if it up. is matter guy if it is you can actually read it because it's not an insipid light colored font on an insipid light colored background which uh, i'm really glad you've not done that and uh yeah it's good but it's a good I'm, i like it all the pictures and the links go over and visit the website folks tell you what you'll end up signing and registering roboto I, like i I'm said i have been to every single one that see you have to say that available. again mike he just I'm keeps sorry. talking. He won't stop. No, I'll shut up. <laughs> My comment wasn't important. I was saying I'm using Roboto. That's very important. The... That's very yeah. important. Yeah. And, and it's got, you know, I'm back. I try, to, I try to theme in recent years. I've been trying to theme MaxDoc. You know, we have, I should probably mention that. In, in 2018, yeah. we started theming MaxDoc. And 2018's theme was productivity. Uh, and then we had uh, uh, Create in 2019. 
2020 was supposed to be play. 2021 was supposed to be play. 2022 <laughs> was play. But I uh, also gave the presenters in 2022 the option to choose from any other theme from previous years. So not only could they choose from productivity or create or play, but they could also choose rebuilding or or play. I already mentioned play. So they could choose from any of the previous years. And so that's what I did different last year. This year's theme is learn. So it's a one word theme. And I just kind of I just kind of challenge the presenters to, you know, examine what they're doing with the Macs, what they're doing with uh, iPhones what is fun to them and how can they how can they share that with the folks who are in attendance so um, i just give them that one word and say run with it uh, right. i don't i don't like to i don't like to tell people what to say or what they should do or or tell people that it's a bad idea just take this and, and run with it and everyone does and they do such a great job uh, and then as as gaz pointed out i i try to theme the website a little bit differently and uh this year's has a very 70s vibe to it <laughs> i like it yeah, and I'm something some, kind of guy and something which i've just um uh, just spotted and done a quick look, link up to and i want to ask you a question about mike is volunteer at MacStock. so do you always have enough volunteers and you know should people contact you if they fancy helping out with one of the activities that's going on one of the most amazing things about the MacStock community is the folks who step up to help out throughout the weekend. These are people who've purchased tickets to be there, and yet after they check in, after they're registered, they're like, what can I do to help set up? And so this is one of the most amazing things. There are people who um, help shuttle folks to and from hotels, pick up people at the airports, bring them in. Um, but there are some roles that could be filled at MacStock that uh, are incredibly valuable roles, things like helping to get presenters ready for their talks, things like yeah. um, manning some of the equipment that we have there to record for the digital pass. Uh, these are all super important things and need some dedicated volunteer time on them. Uh, working at the registration desk, we have some pretty pretty dedicated and regular volunteers who help out there, but there's always room for someone to lend a hand. So. Yeah, if you're interested in helping out for the weekend, there is that volunteer at MacStock page. You can you can let me know. Um, like I said, there's always those kind of um, you know pickup type volunteers who are just amazing people to step up and help out like they do. Uh, but there are some uh, definite roles that can be filled that yeah we're going to need some help with. So absolutely. Volunteer, Excellent. and you get a you get a free pass for the weekend if you volunteer, and uh, if you're accepted and volunteer for the weekend. Yeah, but let Mike know before you buy the ticket if that's if that's what you want to do. You, you know what? And and again, goes back to that amazing community. There are some people who buy a ticket and then they volunteer later, yep. and yeah. I say, well, yep. you know, let me let me get that taken care of for you, and they say, no, no, you know, that's all right. Well, yeah, you know, yep. and so I try I try to reduce their volunteer duties a little bit so that they can actually enjoy what they paid for that weekend. <laughs> Excellent. Brilliant. So anything else, Mike, before we move on? No, I think that's it. Thank you. guys. I, I, been, no, that, awesome. that is not it. That no, is not, not it. it. Oh, is there more? Is Wait a minute. There is more. There is more. Is Gad going to be there this year? 
No, no. I, uh, oh. if, if, uh, unfortunately not. Unfortunately not. Because I did getting the flight over and getting uh, the time away from the dear lady, <laughs> Mrs. Gaz, is, is something. But there is much more, Mike. And I, you are so um, backward in not coming forward and selling it. There is Mac stock swag, folks. All you do, you click on the website and you click down, and there's lots of wonderful equipment and swag that you can purchase, which all goes, I'm sure, Mike, to help uh, the the costs involved in in what is a fabulous event. It it really does help to keep the event running. Um, it, it, yeah, we we still have. Well, actually, you know, last year we sold out on these hats. We have the we have the pride hat the guy is wearing right now. We have yeah. the the kind of '80s themed hat that I'm wearing right now. Um, those went over so well last year that I have them up on the side as back order. If I get enough people who want them, I'm going to go ahead and get them get them made. Uh, but we do have the regular Mac stock hat proper, which is the white, you know, the white Peace Love Mac logo and the Mac stock on the side. That's available now. We have uh, much of the swag that's been available from past years is up there. Uh, one thing I'm still working on is getting, I found a cache of old t-shirts from previous years. And so I'm working on getting those, you know, figuring out what sizes I have and getting those up on the site. Uh, but yeah, there's there, you're right. Thank you. There is some really cool stuff on there that, uh, uh, in fact, I just the, sold, I just sold uh, one of the stadium scarves a week ago. And there's more, and there's more. I'm going to ask you a question about this then. There are previous MacStock digital passes that people can purchase. Are they still valid uh, on there? Because that, that really is interesting for people that can't make it, but they could actually see some of the previous ones as well. That is uh, still on there. Yeah, as a matter of fact, um, you can go to the MacStock swag menu. Uh, yep. There's a little drop down. You can go straight to digital passes. Yep. And um, yeah, we started the digital passes in 2018. So you can go back and you can purchase the digital pass for 2018, for 2019, and then there's the MacStock 6 digital pass. Uh, it started getting a little silly, you know, okay, we didn't have 2020, 2021, MacStock 2022. I said, you know what, we're just going to go, we're just going to number these. This is the sixth MacStock. So last year's MacStock was MacStock 6. This year's is MacStock 7. Uh, the MacStock 6 digital pass is available. And the cool thing about that one is that it also includes the virtual MacStock content from 2020 and 2021. So you get a lot with that MacStock 6 digital pass. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, 2019 and 2018 are there too. And, you know, the neat thing about the talks that most folks give, there are some, some timely talks, but most of them are done in such a way that the information is timeless that there's yeah. there's really yeah. good stuff being shared and you can learn from any of these talks no matter when it was given so yeah yeah thank you that that that's that's a great point you can absolutely pick up a digital pass for any of the past 3 max docs excellent excellent yeah. i I'm, I'm going to make that my um my pick i think guy definitely <laughs> the digital pass yes yes oh. I see lots of head nodding going on. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. Now, I'm not sure how this tip is going to go down. I, I've got <laughs> a feeling there are going to be some, um, some 
uh, some odd faces if you're watching this on on YouTube uh, from the two people watching. Uh, there may even be some odd faces from people who are listening going, really, really? But, but this is important, folks. This is really important. I, this last week, have started to make videos. Okay, we all make videos. Yeah, it's too easy to make a video on your Mac. However, in an untimely event happening to yourself, do you know that your nearest and dearest has easy access and can readily get access to all the things that they should get access to, mm. especially when it comes to the likes of, well, it's not just accessing your phone or your Mac, but it's accessing things like your pension schemes or any life insurances or, or I very much love my spreadsheets and I've got a spreadsheet which does lots of budgetary work. Now, you can go and tell them about all these things, but if you tell them now and something unfortunately happens to you in 10 years time, will they have remembered? So what I'm going to do is I am going to actually use a, a screen. Uh, I can't remember the name of the application now. I've been and forgotten it. Screen, 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 screen flow. I'm using screen flow and I'm creating something which I can update if I ever make any changes. And although in, in, it feels a bit morbid, it will, it will make your uh, partner's life so much easier if you can tell them that you are creating videos they're going to be here they have access to that location um and there you go it's just a tip which is not mac related particularly but actually the mac uh, makes it really easy uh, to do it and one of the things i i found myself doing was also finding out that actually i still need my phone to access some of the websites that i need access to and i've got a an authenticator app there's no way mrs g would know about that authenticator app so obviously i'm able to record my phone uh, and add that into the screenflow video as well so that's my tip make it easy for your loved ones when or if something happens Nodding Good thing head. I'm living forever. Yes. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's tips. Gaz, you are absolutely right. Okay, well, we, <laughs> we are back. Uh, no feedback this week, so I probably shouldn't have said anything about it at all, but I did anyway. <laughs> if you'd like to help support the show, you can go to our Patreon page, which is patreon.com forward slash MacPedit. You can go to coffeeko-fi.com forward slash MacPedit or, or you, not, not just us, but anybody can pay a pal at paypal.me forward slash MacParrot. <laughs> now, Mike, thank you so very, very much for being on this week. If people wanted to contact you and say, did you really think this through before you went on the MyMac.com podcast, how would they do so? Well, first I will mention that I do get an email at least once or twice after every appearance that asks, did you really think through being on my Mac podcast? <laughs> and yet here you are. And yet here I am because I enjoy <laughs> it so much. But if you would like to get a hold of me, 
the two best ways to get a hold of me are to uh, email Mike at formaceyesonly.com. That's my podcast for Mac Eyes Only. You can also find for Mac Eyes Only on Mastodon at for Mac Eyes Only at tooting.ninja or Max.conference and Expo, Max.conference and Expo.com, Mike at Max.conference and Expo.com, or on Mastodon at Max.expo at tooting.ninja. Tooting. I like that. <laughs> what, what a great sub. Uh, Gaz, if people wanted to get a hold of you and say, your mistake is magnified many times because you've been doing this for over 12 years now, how would they do that? Well, obviously, I've got that music playing in the background because there's a lot of cars which are said, and Mike may or may not know that that is the Z Cars theme tune, which was a police show here in the UK back in the 60s and early 70s. Anyway, you can contact me on uh, email gaz at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z. Gaz. At mymac.com. Or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz. G-A-Z. M-A-Z. You can also contact me on Mastodon at gazmaz at gazmaz dot no gaz at c dot im few um, so it's sim with a dot in there yeah i know it's confusing i'll have to ask you mike for yours again as well um i'm also on mastodon as well at gazmaz but i don't know what the full url is and i'm really going long into this Z cars theme tune yeah. but you can also contact guy and gaz on the twitters twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz g-y-a-n-d-g-a-z you can also contact both of us on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash. Oh, no, I've just done that one. You can also send an email <laughs> at feedback at mymac.com, F W E D B A C K at mymac.com. Now, now. You're God. You're, you're God. It's you. Yeah. I love you. So, Guy. Who the hell even knows who this guy is? Guy. You got it, Guy? Any guy. 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 Yeah! Wait, you let who kiss you? Guy. Guy, we need to talk. Guy, I need you to listen to me. His name was Guy. Oh, God. Guy. Guy? You remember Guy? Guy's the one. He's the guy. Pay no attention to that guy behind the curtain. Guy says... Guy was paid his 75 grand. So... Do we know it was a guy? I'd like to go with Guy. His name was Guy. <laughs> no foolin'. No foolin'. <laughs> I knew, I knew you were gonna do it twice. I knew it. <laughs> if you want an email from God, how would they do it, guy? Oh my goodness! All you would have to do is open up the email client of your choice and then type in. Guy. Do you want me to play? Do you want me to play one? All you have to do is type in guy at mymac.com. <laughs> it's exactly right. That is exactly how that works. Or podcast.vertshark.com is another great email that goes to a website that hasn't been updated in a really, really long time. But it will be. It will be. It will be. Uh, if you'd like to reach me on the Twitters, I am both Mac Parrot and ah! Vertshark, uh, as well as Mac Parrot on the Counter Social and Mastodon sites. Ah! Yeah, it's Mac Parrot there too. Um, if you would like to call us you can call our our wonderful brand new it's not brand new it's really old skype number which is one or plus one outside of the united states seven oh three four three six nine five oh one that number again is one or plus one outside of the united states seven zero three four three six nine five zero one 
or our relatively new Google Voice number, which is 703-828-4677. All of these numbers and ways to get a hold of us will be in the show notes, so you don't have to just keep going back and forth between listening to this show and trying to type a message because you probably shouldn't do it like that anyway. <laughs> that leads to problems. If, no, actually, getting confused, big surprise. I would like to say, number one, thank you, Mike, for being on this week. We had a, we had a really, really good time having you on. And everyone, please, please, please go on over to maxdocconferenceandexpo.com or just Google Expo and you'll find it and find out all of the wonderful information that you can about this event. And this, this event's been going on for a while, so this isn't like a flash in the pan kind of thing. And it's a lot of fun. I haven't missed one yet. Um, but I would also like to say to all of our wonderful listeners, thank you. Thank you so very, very much for being here, joining us, and downloading, and listening, listening to the MyMac.com podcast. We really, really do appreciate it. And Mike and Gaz, I think that especially this week, this week in particular, that we were good enough. And that, by God, we were smart enough. Well, two of us anyway. And that, doggone it, Gaz, woof. Wolf, 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 wolf. People like us. You know, Guy, hmm. I can cut a piece of wood just by looking at it. I saw it with my own two eyes. End. Get out of here now. Go on. Go on home and I, I go home.